Party people, David James Young for another week of all my friends are in bar bands. Thanks so much for checking this out. I hope life is good and I hope you are doing very, very well. What can you say? Uh, holy shit. Today's guest is Andrew W.K., uh, the incredible singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, uh, classically trained pianist and motivational speaker. Uh, was in uh, Australia uh, this past weekend, uh, just in Melbourne and Sydney. Uh, did two shows uh, and also uh, appeared at the Melbourne Writers' Festival and also appeared uh, on Tonightly on the ABC, uh, which I was in attendance for. So uh, go back on iView and you can watch that episode in full and uh, see if you can spot me. I'm... <laughs> I'm in there somewhere. If any of you know my laugh, uh, you'll definitely notice me in the opening monologue. So uh, definitely keep eyes and ears out for that one. But yes, uh, thanks to the uh, incredible uh, Janine Morcos at Dallas Does PR, I got myself 15 minutes with the great man himself before his show at the Manning Bar in Sydney. Obviously, it's not the uh, normal amount of time that we get with guests, but I didn't want to turn it down because fucking hell, it's Andrew WK. So we basically did a condensed version of the podcast, kind of like the one that I ask uh, the musicians at Yours and Ours Festival. Uh, more news on that very, very soon. But for now, we just wanted to, yeah, keep it uh, pretty succinct and on track. But uh, even then... Even with only 15 minutes, I got uh, a really interesting discussion out of him and, uh, yeah, some uh, really interesting thoughts on, on performing and, uh, you know, touring and, uh, I, I guess, imparting his own personal wisdom, which is just perfect. So, very, very grateful for Andrew's time. So, thanks to Andrew, uh, thanks to Mike Honan, uh, who's looking after uh, the press on that run, and, of course, to Janine for setting it up. Obviously, it's a pretty quick episode this week, so I won't keep you much longer. Just a reminder, as usual, this podcast is able to do awesome stuff like interview Andrew WK. Thanks to your support. Uh, if you want to get involved and you want to uh, share this around, please, please do. Uh, maybe uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, or wherever you download podcasts, indeed. Share the word on Instagram or Twitter or whatever whatever else you're using. And if you want to go the extra distance and uh, support this podcast financially, then you would be able to do that by heading over to Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you are able to help support this podcast, donating money and uh, yeah, supporting both the podcast and myself financially. Uh, it all goes back into what we're doing and it is very, very much appreciated. So you can head over to patreon.com slash barbands for more information. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash barbands. Meanwhile, if you want to get in touch, if you would like to pitch 
anything in terms of advertising or guests for the podcast or anything like that, uh, my office is always open. So barbandspod at gmail.com, facebook.com slash barbands, at barbands on Twitter. All my friends are in barbands.com. It's all there. It's all happening. But right now, it is time to party and party hard. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages and genders, I give you the one and only Andrew W.K. Today, I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Andrew W.K. Hello. How are you, sir? I'm very well. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for asking. It's Sunday afternoon. We're at the Manning Bar in Sydney, and Andrew W.K. is finally back in Australia. Welcome back. That's very kind of you. I'm very thankful to be back and to be back with my full band for... Uh, just two shows, uh, for better or worse, on this tour, but yeah. we, we'll take what we can get. We weren't sure, sure uh, if we would have the opportunity to come here this year, and I'm really thankful that w- we did. Indeed. Yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind run. You're at the Writers' Festival on Friday? Yes, that's correct. How did that go? Oh, it was very kind people, beautiful event, um, the culmination of a lot of effort on, on behalf of many, many, many hardworking uh, volunteers. Um, and I felt very fortunate and very honored to be included. Perfect. And last night you played uh, at the corner in Melbourne with uh, friends of the show, the Bennies and Barebones. How was that? Excellent way to kick off the tour, to, to, to start these two shows. I played that venue before, and it obviously has a great reputation for a good reason. Mm-hmm. And people were, again, very enthusiastic and, and kind and in that celebratory attitude that lends itself so well to what we're trying to generate with the music. Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, now, I'm basically going to be doing a condensed version of the long-form interview that I normally get the chance to do. We only have so much time, so I'm going to make the most of it. Okay. Thank uh, you. Andrew, can you tell me about the very first time you ever performed live? Well, uh, I suppose it would have been piano recitals. Sure. How old were you? Five or six. Yeah, right. When the lessons sort of started. Uh, but I don't remember very clearly about the specific recital should ask my mom if she has any clearer memories of those. <laughs> and then beyond that, I suppose some kinds of uh, school plays and things, but those were always less intense because you were part of an ensemble cast sure, and yeah. it was more like an assignment. Mm-hmm. Those piano recitals were very, very upsetting for me in terms of the anticipation or the dread leading up to them and uh, usually faltering. Even if I didn't mess up, it was it was an intense experience and the, the, the relief once it was done is difficult to, to, to describe. I can imagine, yeah. Uh, that's kind of a very stark contrast to the kind of performer that you are now. Like, uh, Do you feel like you've learned to navigate that over the years, that kind of nervous tension that comes with you know, the, the spotlight you know, and everything being focused solely on you? Well, when I'm with my band, uh, having their camaraderie helps a great deal. Uh, it just makes it so much more fun and enjoyable than being uh, more isolated or in more solitary situations. But I enjoy performing by myself as well because it's challenging and it's it's more vulnerable. In many ways, it feels very much the same. There's not a word that I've found that 
can describe the feeling perfectly. Mm. It's it's very similar to fear and to, to terror, horror, uh, dread, but there's a positive undertone. Sure. And that informs all these traditionally thought of negative feelings with it imbues them with a, a positive aspect that makes it hard to just say, I don't like doing this. And, and yeah. that's what gets very puzzling is, on one hand, I wish everything was canceled. And I just didn't have to do anything. But, but of course, deep down inside, that's not what I want either. So you kind of accept that wrestling match uh, as you go through it, struggling between these extremes of feeling and desire. And at the, at the core of it, I suppose, just continuing to make the effort to actually go through and do the best you can, yeah. regardless of how you're feeling about it. Sure. Um, and that's maybe what I've gotten better at doing is saying, okay, well, I felt this way before and it, I got through it or, you know, it happened and I should try to, as much as I can, experience this without fear so that I can not just be uh, blurred out uh, to my own life. You know, in, in, in some ways I feel like I just want to black out through all these experiences, but, but, but then what's the point of doing them? So yeah. It's uh, it's as you can hear as I struggle to describe it. It's 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 a complex experience. Yeah, of course, of course. Now, yeah, in terms of like getting into rock bands or anything like that, like, did you have any like high school live experiences or stuff like that? Like, uh, what, what was that? What were the early Andrew W. days like? Well, certainly um, in high school, having access to really the older kids, the older students, and their friends. People outside of school who are even older, I guess college age or even just full-blown adults, yeah. just starting to have interactions with people that uh, were not in my day-to-day -day life. They weren't parents. They weren't teachers. They were, I, don't know, I would call them at the time, like real people, you know, yeah. someone that wasn't defined by their relationship to me, someone that was defined by their own individuality. And of course... Teachers and parents are individuals as well. But it took that high school experience to start blowing things apart and showing me that there's so much out there and there's so many encounters to have with so many different parts of life. And, and, and music was a, a big way for me to explore uh, all the different sides that I had never experienced previously. Yeah, sure, sure. Now, complete contrast to that, what is the, do you think there is indeed, what is the worst show that you've ever played? Well, there's been so many. I don't know that there's one that... I, I struggle in general with uh, reducing things to a single best or worst. Or sure, even creating yeah. top ten lists, top five. Yeah. What's your favorite city to play? What's your least favorite? Yeah, what's course. your favorite thing about your life or getting to do this? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, of course. So that's my own um, inability to, to sort of filter things down to that pure syrup. But there's been many, you know, terrible, terrible shows. And I, I generally have felt pretty bad about, you know, most of what I've done. Not in terms of um, regretting having done it, but always feel like I could do much better. Sure. And I think that's what drives you t to keep going. You yeah, know, that's it. The, 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 the show tonight is a chance for redemption from the show last night. And then the show after tonight will be another chance to, to, to do better. Every now and then, it's, it, I'd say it's much more, much more rare than a bad show is a good show. There's, I'd say one out of every 20 or 30 shows will be a show where I feel as though, okay, this is how it can be. This mm. is really how I wish it always was. Why can't it always be like this? Yeah. Why can't I always feel this good? And the, the odd thing, and perhaps kind of even frustrating thing, is to other people, they might think the, the show you thought was the best 
was the worst one. Yeah. And you realize that all these things are very arbitrary and largely in your own head. And you just try to be able to let go of those things too. You know, he, he, being hard on oneself and being critical and strict it can help focus and uh, drive you towards that improvement and that, that, that work ethic. But it can also be debilitating and yeah. it can discourage you. So that has to be really managed carefully. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you feel like you've gotten better over the years with, you know, that, you know, classic, you know, you're your own worst enemy mentality and your own worst critic, you know, a lot of times as well. Like, do you feel like now that you've been doing this for, you know, 15 plus years, you know, as Andrew WK, that you have a better mindset to, to navigate through any negative experiences? I think so. I think so. I think I've been able to slowly learn how to use all of the negative side of things to direct uh, my efforts towards a positive outcome. Um, I don't think I've changed a great deal in terms of the feelings I've been feeling. Those yeah. have been very consistent. There's, so I haven't overcome uh, my capacity to uh, feel angry and 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 malevolent and uh, frustrated and just full of uh, despair, but I've been able to recognize the value in those quote-unquote negative emotions and, and, and use them for good. Mm. Um, and that, I think, has been and will continue to be a, a life project of how to turn the lead parts of yourself into something gold. Yeah, absolutely. Now, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, it's difficult to kind of have that arbitrary kind of best show moment, but like, what do you make a, a great show? Like, what comes to mind immediately when you think of like, you know, highlights or, you know, like this was such a great moment or such a great show, you know? Well, strangely enough, a lot of the memories I may have while doing this work, traveling, playing different venues will rarely be the shows and I don't know why that is it'll be the way a parking lot looked it'll be uh, a 10 second exchange with someone working at a hotel or sure. or the particular pizza that we had that, that you just happen to remember the decoration on the box and it's strange it's usually rather mundane uh, experiences that I remember better yeah but what I will recall is more the sensations so I, I can recall a sensation of just feeling really amazing during the show, feeling really strong and that I had a lot of endurance and that I could sing how I wanted to be able to sing and I could have the presence of mind to appreciate and recognize what was going on around me and how fortunate I was to be able to do this with this group of people. And yeah. I, I, I suppose it's really being in the moment in, in one sense, but also being so in the moment you're able to lose yourself to it. And uh, it's it's very elusive, and I haven't figured out how to achieve that by force or by determination. It just seems yeah. to happen when it, it wants to happen. And there's times when I'll go into a show just sort of assuming this is going to be a terrible show for all kinds of reasons, maybe yeah. because of how my mood has been or or it could be the, the, the venue itself or any number of factors. Yeah. And those can turn into tremendous shows. And yeah. then you wonder, well, why can't? And then you'll go into a beautiful venue where everything is as great as it could possibly be. You're in the best mood mm. right up until you hit the stage and then it all changes. And it's not as though there's any particular problem. It's not necessarily a technical problem or any yeah. other uh, tactile differences. It's just a feeling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you just keep do the best you can and just keep keep moving forward. That's it. That's it. 
Uh, a lot of people listening to this, you know, uh, are, are musicians and, you know, a, a lot will be in a position where they're, you know, about to play their first show with a new band or about to go out on their first tour or something like that. And then someone, you know, has been doing this, you know, over half your life now, like, uh, what kind, what kind of uh, things do you wish that you knew at that point, you know, first starting out that you know now? Well, I don't know that I wished I would have known these things because I don't think it would have made any impact had I understood them earlier on. They're only able to be appreciated over time, but that there will be ups and downs that are yeah. completely out of your ability to control. Yeah. That if you're going to be doing anything, any career, any effort for a sustained amount of time, it's going to have highs and lows. Yeah, and absolutely. The, the highs hopefully can sustain you through the lows or remind you as to why you're making the effort to get through the parts that are more challenging and difficult. But I think maybe there was a time when it just didn't occur to me that that was inevitable. I thought I could sort of will my life to be great and consistent and always moving upward. But now I realize that moving forward at all involves being able to move downhill as much as to climb uphill. The album is You're Not Alone. It is in stores now. You can follow Andrew on all the various social medias at Andrew WK. Uh, is there anything you would like to leave our listeners with before we uh, get on out of here? Just uh, stay strong and stay close to music and stay partying. Perfect. Andrew, thank you so much for your time today. I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you for the thoughtful conversation. Absolutely. I'm David Jim Jump, and all my friends...